it's don't true. record like, yet. You're recording. I see it. I'm recording go. already. I'm gonna go. Take I do this that. every time. I just started recording. Stop doing it. All right, yeah, our I podcast mean, is real good, Andrew. It's a real good podcast. We're gonna figure it out. We'll figure it out. What's this show about? We'll figure it out. I don't know anything yet, but we'll figure it out. We got Casey and Chris on the mic today, and I promise you, kids, you're gonna like the way they groove when they figure it out. And even though you might never know what the hell is going down at WFIO, you'll approve when they. This is the WFIO We'll Figure It Out podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Casey. Uh, and we're going to figure out what we do with a podcast, with podcast ideas. So uh, I have brought on a friend of ours, Andrew Ingram. Hi. That's Andrew Ingram. He's great. Uh, among other things, he has his own podcast uh, called Mindful of Madness. Can you just give us a 30-second sales pitch for that, Andrew? Okay, uh, uh, Mindful of Madness is a podcast where I interview artists about the things they make and why they make them. And then we, we talk business and uh, don't worry, we don't get anybody famous on, so you'll never get any good advice. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just uh, uh, talking about art's the only thing I don't get tired about or tired of talking about. So I, I, I landed a, an idea that I could, I could stick with without getting sick of for, for many years to come. Cool. I like it. Thanks yeah, for coming uh, on. Uh, Chris, Chris and Casey have a very funny episode. They were on together. So where we talk about improv. Yeah. yeah. That kind of launched our podcast too. Yeah. That, oh, really? That, that, I, that, that got us that out of quarantine and, and <laughs> this desert of non-creativity and it kind of made us do things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and on that, on that, that episode, Casey, uh, well, uh, Chris and I were drinking beers and Casey was drinking, what were you drinking? Tequila? <laughs> vodka. A bunch vodka, of vodka. I drank yeah. almost a whole bottle. I drank a lot. Yeah, but you were like <laughs> drinking it straight out of the bottle. <laughs> Like, yeah, he was drinking he was drinking bloody marys bloody marys he's drinking bloody marys that slowly had less and less tomato juice in them <laughs> <laughs> which, which is how i drink whiskey and cokes because i'll like get a, i'll get like i'll go to mcdonald's or carl's jr or whatever and i'll get like a large and then i'll just keep adding whiskey to it throughout the night <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe yeah that podcast spiraled it started off funny and then really at the end i was just too drunk <laughs> <laughs> i think it was great because you can tell i think there's a tipping point where you can tell that casey isn't going to remember this uh and, uh and i think i think the audience will, will appreciate that <laughs> I think it's a good one. Yeah, I think that. In, I think that in the episode, there's a point where Casey, it just quietly is like, "What? Yeah," because I reached over to him and touched his hand at the bottle, and I said, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, 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 I'm great. I haven't gotten to hang out with my friends in, in months. And oh, I know. That was it. Outside yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I got I got drunk, that's for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so my, my um, idea for the podcast is just bringing on um, people and then interviewing them about something they know a lot about. Uh, so, Andrew, I wanted to bring you on and interview you about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah, I know. I know a lot about that. Sure. <laughs> do, do you or do you not? Sure. I know a lot Here. about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge, he says, as Andrew, he turns up Wikipedia. Andrew, uh, you, you're seeing, you seem a little dodgy. No, yeah, no, I'm an expert on this. Are you I, uh, sure? Went, yeah, I, I, I went and got a degree in architecture because I loved the Brooklyn Bridge so much. Uh, okay. I mean, I remember you telling me that you knew a lot about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge, and if you're saying that's true, yeah, and I could interview you about it. Sure. <laughs> but I mean. I just want to make sure you know you know about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge because that's what I prepared for, and I don't want to waste this. No, no, you you ask me any questions, and I will have an answer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you saying, something, Casey? No, I'm just confused as to what's <laughs> going on. I want to interview Andrew about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. And, and I, I want to talk about nothing but the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. It's, it's, and this it's, is your podcast? This is my podcast idea. We bring so, so, like, it won't be the Brooklyn Bridge every time. Andrew just knows so much about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, I feel no, like before I got onto this podcast, you guys schemed something, and now I'm into this. No. Knees deep yeah. in Brooklyn Bridge. No, I just, Honestly, I'm, I'm just I, aware I of all the knowledge that Andrew has of the Brooklyn Bridge. It, I'm a little touched that, that Chris and I are good enough friends that he knows about this deep, dark interest of mine. Mm -hmm. What a weird podcast idea. Okay. No, now, but, but no, no, it's not about? weird because, because like later we could have like a different friend on that knows something about uh, the Apollo missions or something. It's not going to be the Brooklyn Bridge every time, but this time it definitely is the Brooklyn Bridge. And okay. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. So Andrew, what made you interested in the Brooklyn Bridge in the first place? Well, I've I've never been to New York, right? Uh, and uh, you know, like honestly, I I I I could give a shit about the tunnel, right? But mm -hmm. but that bridge, it's majestic, um, and it's there. So, you know, and and one day I'm gonna hurl myself off it. Oh, good. So. Your fascination is, is a, a macabre suicidal fantasy one. Yeah. Well, okay. right. Which, you know, I mean, not till I'm ready. I've got to accomplish some things first. But, sure. But, you know, to submit. 
just submit my my legacy. The number one reason that people kill themselves is because they accomplished everything that they want to accomplish. I'm done. Life's (laughs) over. You know what? I wrote that essay. I got a good grade, and uh, see ya. Yeah, you know, I've I've got to sell a uh, I've got to write a best selling novel. Uh, I I need to reach number one on the comedy charts on iTunes, which is shockingly uh, a feasible goal. Uh, It's depressing (laughs) how feasible that goal is. Uh, And uh, you know, then I I I have to write a uh, a sitcom pilot that gets picked up, and after that, I. You know, I'll have accomplished everything I want in my life, and uh, I'll submit my legacy by jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge. Perfect. That sounds like someone that would jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. He's only done this and this, and <laughs> all right, now he's gone. Writing a best-selling novel does does seem like something that uh, would be in the obituary of somebody jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge. Right, right. Very, that's, that's very like. Out it's it's uh doesn't make you rich it really doesn't it's the the threshold for writing a best-selling novel if if you write the most popular novel in for a week in your specific field and say you write a book about blimps and you write the best book about blimps for a week you could get on the New York Times bestseller list with like 10 sales. So I, yeah. I mean, I could probably write a few books about fucking blimps. I feel like I, I, I yeah. need that on a bucket list. That's almost a better, a better fucking podcast is get on the bestselling writers list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Andrew's podcast idea. Okay. Let's talk about the Brooklyn bridge. Story. Yeah. So sure. Um, what were the main obstacles that they had to face while they were building the Brooklyn Bridge? Bats. Is the Brooklyn Bridge a thing? Is this real? The, it's the it's a real bridge. bridge. Yeah, it's a real bridge. Okay, sorry, I just yeah, no, I feel like uh, you're trying uh, to fool me. Well, so you know, the the interesting thing about the Brooklyn Bridge is, although it it does connect to Brooklyn, that's not why it's called the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, it's actually named after the chief uh, architect's daughter, Brooklyn, who uh, tragically hurled herself off of another bridge. And uh, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are she, you uh, more knowledgeable on the Brooklyn Bridge or more knowledgeable that's, on suicide? <laughs> that's... <laughs> no, I, I, no I, I, Casey, I've heard this story. It's, it's Brooklyn... Bridge is her name. Bridge is the last name. Brooklyn, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-N-E, Bridge. Right. So, and- so <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge isn't called the Brooklyn Bridge because it's a bridge. It's named after Brooklyn Bridge. Right. And so originally they were going to call it the Bridge Bridge because the architect's last name was Bridge. And then all of her friends made fun of her because her dad was going to name this bridge the Bridge Bridge. And she got real depressed, hurled, her, hurled herself off another bridge. That bridge didn't have a name. It wasn't a big, like, it, it wasn't. Um, the unnamed bridge? Yeah, no, it was just some, like, random overpass, basically. And, uh, and you what? know, plummeted to her death. And, and her father, in her memory, decided Bridge Bridge is a dumb name for a bridge and uh, named it the Brooklyn Bridge. 
Now, I was going to save this till later, um, but it seems like this is where the, the podcast is going. How many people have died as a direct result of the Brooklyn Bridge? Well, you know, <laughs> suicides than you would think. But uh, so many mobsters, so many mm. mobsters have just, you know, cement shoot guys into in, into the Manhattan River. I, I'm sure that's the river it's over. Uh, the Manhattan, that sounds right. <laughs> I wouldn't second guess it. Good. No, you're the expert, Andrew. I believe yeah, you. no, I think it's the Manhattan. Yeah. I'm more interested in the bridge than the river it crosses. Sure, yeah, of course. Who the cares construction. about the river? So I, I heard that the Benz was a, a pretty big disease when they were uh, building the Brooklyn Bridge and that uh, people died because of it while they were doing it. So how, how did people get the Benz while building the Brooklyn Bridge? Well, you see, at the time, um, you know, the Benz, for those who don't know, um, is this blood disease when when you are down below water, there's a lot of pressure down there. And then if you come up too fast, it can create uh, bubbles of oxygen in your blood and they'll make you explode, um, essentially, right? So, you know, divers get this disease all the time. You have to be very careful with deep sea diving. So, you know, you-, you It'll make you explode? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, like a watermelon. Like a watermelon at a Gallagher show. Um, like, and, so, and you're alive and you just like pop? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. <laughs> Horrible disease. This it's a bad one. It's All a right. Bad, you got to be very careful. And unfortunately, oxygen tanks at the time only could could hold about five minutes worth of oxygen. So you'd get these guys who would, they were building the foundations of the bridge in the, what we established is clearly the Manhattan River, mm -hmm. um, but they'd only have five minutes worth of oxygen. So they'd be laying, and you know, of course, these, these are the times before labor laws. So, you know, if you came up too fast, you got some guy yelling at you, you know, maybe he's gonna, he's gonna hit you with a cane that has a ruby on the tip or something because he's rich. And, uh, you know, so, so they stayed down there longer than that five minutes where they had oxygen. And then they'd have to rush up to the, to the top of the river so they didn't, you know, uh, die of asphyxiation. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of bodies exploded um, in the creation of that bridge. You know, I, I, I think about three a day. Three a day? People yeah. People just coming up out of the water and popping? Yeah. Chum <laughs> of people floating around in the water at the bottom of this bridge? How did this bridge ever get made if three people died a day just popping in the water? Well, you know, the, the, the nice thing about that was uh, New York was already a very overpopulated city. So this actually helped a lot with uh, overcrowding. So that's interesting. Do you think that there should be another bridge built because New York is very overcrowded now? Or do you think that COVID has taken care of it? You know, I'd, I'd like to think COVID has done the Lord's work. Uh, you heard it here first. Andrew Ingram, COVID-19 has done the Lord's work. <laughs> you know what? It, it kept me inside uh, and getting paid on the couch for, for four months. So 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, um, let's get more into the specifics. Um, how, what is um, what is the total length of the Brooklyn Bridge? Well, the now the odd thing about uh, Hampton Bridge, the the uh, father of Brooklyn, the uh, architect of the Brooklyn Bridge, is he actually refused to uh, use modern measurements, either um, the English system or metric. Uh, he actually uh, used cubits, which not the most accurate um, form of measurement, you know, but very biblical. He was a, he was a very um, religious man and he thought the measuring in cubits was holy. So he, uh, it's, it's actually uh, 400 cubits long uh, which hmm. is longer than Noah's Ark. Um, <laughs> he just six. measures it in Noah's Arcs. Yeah, three and a half. Three Noah's, Noah's Arcs. Arcs. Yep. <laughs> so you know, fun fact: actually, you could fit two of every animal on the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, oh cool! That's interesting. Has anyone ever done that? Um, not to my knowledge, I, I believe um, P.T. Barnum did attempt it uh, mm -hmm. around about the turn of the century and uh, couldn't get the permits. Damn. Like the Barnum and Bailey guy? Mm-hmm. He tried yeah, to get well, a bunch of animals listen, on the bridge? He, he was the greatest showman. You came up with that so quickly. I don't know if this is real or not. I need to look. I don't have a computer with me. None of this. I have any idea. Casey, I'm I'm fact checking him as we go on on uh, the internet. So um, if anything is incorrect, I would have stopped him and rebuked him harshly. Yeah, Chris, no, the I, way I, when you talk like William Shatner, I know you're lying to me. <laughs> when you do a point breaking start to talk like this and I'm gonna fact check him and but I, I know you're lying <laughs> I am fact checking him all right all right keep going Andrew tell me tell me more because you're, you're quick you're quick on the I don't know what's real and what's not I'm getting quizzed at the end of this I don't know <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna quiz you for sure <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to be clear. I don't have a degree in architecture. I did not take an archi architecture history class. Um, I am purely a gifted amateur when it comes to uh, Brooklyn Bridge history. Well, Maybe uh, I should write a bestseller about the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't think there's very many Brooklyn Bridge no, books coming I, out. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I could get on the bestseller list, and that would get me one step closer to hurling myself off it. Oh yeah, maybe in your best-selling book you can detail your plan to do it, and everyone can just join hands and help you along. Yeah. Now I'm just picturing the last scene of Us, uh, where everyone's holding hands across America. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. That's that's weird. That's a sad thing. That's sad. No one should jump off this Brooklyn Bridge. No we one will. No one should. At but... the, at the end of this, we will put a number to suicide hotlines. Yes. I, I just think in case everybody's. Yeah. I want to be clear. I'm not killing myself because I'm sad. I'm killing myself because I've finished now, my work. Hold on. I thought you were just going to throw yourself off the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm -hmm. 
but that's a suicide plan? Well, so how tall is it? Here's the thing. A lot of people do die when they jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. However, um, otters, and this is 100% true, no, no, no bullshit. Otters who live in the river below have been known to, to break several jumpers' falls. Now, whether this is intentional on the otters' parts, like just being a bro, you know, help, helping a guy out. Um, folks who hit the water die. Folks who hit an otter usually live. The otters don't. Oh. Wait, what? So they jump off the bridge onto an otter, and if they land onto a single otter, it helps them survive this fall? Yep. See, I'm picturing like a bunch of otters, like, "Ah," like holding up like maybe a trampoline or something, where you're trying to jump off, and then you jump onto the trampoline held by otters. I mean, but you just land onto an otter and you kill it? Otters otters don't have trampoline technology. Not yet. (laughs) But you just yeah. land up to an otter and you kill it. There's that many otters? Apparently, there are a lot of otters in the Manhattan River. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. Yep. So, um, this has been very informative. Is there any last parting words you want to tell us about the Brooklyn Bridge and like what the Brooklyn Bridge means to you and some interesting facts? Well, I, I, you know, I, I think I've covered everything, you know, I wanted to cover today. I do want to say that the Brooklyn Bridge uh, Suicide Prevention Society uh, is a great charity you can donate to. And uh, I, I don't have an email, like, like, like a website or email handy, but maybe if you, uh, if you look them up, uh, you throw them a couple dollars and, uh, you know, they, they, they save up to uh, seven lives a year. So how many otters do they save? Because people aren't jumping off the bridge killing otters. So, well, here's here's what I've read. They actually sprinkle otter chow at the base of the bridge. Oh, that's the reason the, the otters are going for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which saves lives. Saves lives otter chum all at the bottom. Okay. Well, so, so they've killed upwards of 30 otters, but they, they, they've saved, you know, seven, seven lives over the past 30 years. So wow. hold on. They killed 30 otters, so, and seven lives have been saved. So 23 people landed on an otter and still died? No, there was tainted otter chum. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was an accident though. I've been assured that was an accident. It it, it happened in '95. Uh, it hasn't happened since. All right, Andrew, thank uh, you for telling us all of your real knowledge about the Broken Bridge. I really appreciate it. I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> Andrew. That's not very nice to yourself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't do improv like you guys. <laughs> well, good because you didn't. 
no no that was all true but yeah. you know i feel like i i really could have you know if i were a little more salacious with the details i really could have made this podcast pop mm. <laughs> yeah well that was my podcast idea casey <laughs> that was it that was, that was yeah we interview people about things they know a lot about okay what a great idea, Chris. Do you Thanks. want me to add to it? Do you want to, or do you want me to just move give, on to mine? Give me, give me your feedback, and then we'll go on. Give, to give me the food back. Uh, uh, the food back. <laughs> give me the food back. Uh, that food, food you stole back. from me, give it to me. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if this is one of the, the big hitters. But, but you okay. know, I think, I think deep down, I think it will uh, – I think overall – we're going to need different audience members on our, on our radio station, on the WFIO mm-hmm. radio station. Mm-hmm. So, so we have all these different podcasts. We ha- have all these different stations. We have maybe this one for people that just want to learn about things that might be real. Just like throwing things, like really misleading information to people. I mean, if, so, uh, so- well, hold on. You said misleading. That's not true. Don't lie to our <laughs> listeners. I think that this could really see we're doing a lot of things that that'll get uh, different audience members from like comedy podcasts and stuff like this. I think that this yeah. one could really pull the NPR crowd away from NPR and then they only listen to us. This, okay. this is that that key radio lab demographic. Mm-hmm. It is very radio labby. I yeah. think I think it has a lot to do with how you edit this one. If you edit okay. me out of the whole thing. Mm. I think it would be probably a little bit more fancy. Okay. Radio Lab fancy. Radio Lab fancy. Yeah. But I could I'm just put bleeps all, in wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I'm talking. That do a sample of that right after up. this. Okay, I'll do, do a sample, sample of that. This is okay, yeah, we're gonna so go back. This is 10 right now ago or something. Sampling Casey beeped out of this podcast. You know, divers get this disease all the time. You have to be very careful with deep sea diving. So, you know, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, explain- like, like a watermelon at a Gallagher show. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. That one. It's- you got to be very careful. Okay, so, uh, and we'll do that in editing, in edit. Uh, uh, I like that, I like that idea. Yeah, Okay. Can, just... can, can I break character for a minute and tell you that the otters thing is actually kind of true? Mm. What happened with the otters? I thought that was in San Francisco though. I think it was in San Francisco, yes, but somebody tried to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and landed on an otter and lived. Whoa! How yeah. big of a fucking otter! I don't know, man. I've never seen an otter that big, and how small of a person! Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was hot a, wind. Uh, when he was falling. It was an otter-sized person who fell on a human-sized otter. Bounced <laughs> <laughs> off this giant belly like a trampoline. <laughs> it looked like the scene from Heavyweights when all those fat kids were jumping on the blob. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so, 
So that's my idea for the podcast. I liked so we'll it. See. I really did okay. like it. I think it. I think it takes a serious toll. Now we're going to take it not to a serious <laughs> realm at all. Okay. Not serious even a little bit, Chris. What's that? So I came into this pretty unprepared, watching a TV show, walked into this. Mm-hmm. I, I have an idea, but I can't think of what the abbreviation is. is. It's not BDSNM. That's not it. It's where people <laughs> whisper and tell you things. A- ASMR. ASMR. ASMR, not BDSM. <laughs> We're not going to do a BDSM podcast. Because that'd be weird with us three. <laughs> I think an ASMR podcast is going to be weird with us three. Well, what about, Not- an, AS- what about an ASMR BDSM podcast? <laughs> I'm you up right now. Your like that? sack is, is being ripped out of your body. <laughs> Chris, Chris's voice is too is too low. Mine is too high, and yours is too crazy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, but I have an idea. So it's not an ASMR podcast. We don't want to do that. We're different. We're we're, we're the WFIO thing. And you okay. know how I like to take things that are popular and throw a little twisty thing on it you know you know i like to do a little twisty thing on it so what i want to do is everybody has a sauce in their fridge there's one sauce in your fridge that i know you have that that maybe no one else has that or maybe that's really old or maybe that that's that's a that's a sauce just a sauce in your fridge you have a sauce yeah uh, sure yeah yeah we go to our fridge, we grab that sauce, and we come back, and we try to make each other guess what that sauce is by <laughs> describing the smell of the sauce. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. I don't know why I was saying ASMR because we don't have to whisper this to each other. Mm-hmm. Because that'd be weird. Yeah. But but they do describe things like 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 Casey, how they feel and things? smell. Yes. Your the thought your thought process is like a Simpsons episode where the first couple minutes is not about the rest of the episode. Where it just starts with something completely different and then goes to the main thing. When did that start with The Simpsons? Because like the very beginning. No, it it didn't really start until like season two or three. I feel like. Yeah, maybe. I just I just know that uh, Marge versus the Monorail starts like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's very early, right? It's pretty early, yeah. It's just kind of how I write write stuff. That's how, yeah. I, that's how I do stuff. I like it. It, it works out for you. <laughs> um, all right. So keep your sauces off screen. Okay. Of course. Uh, who wants to go first in describing the sauce? Uh, uh, I, I, I want a thorough description of the smell of the sauce first. So we can I'll, all take turns. I'll do it. I'll all right. First. You first. Okay, so it's uh, kind of sweet, kind of vinegary. Okay. Lots of what? garlic in it. Okay. 
All right, lots of garlic in it. If it were a person, who would it be? If it were a person, it would be Martin Scorsese. Okay. If it were a animal, what would it be? If it were an animal, it would be... Smell, smell-wise, smell-wise. Oh, smell-wise. Smell not, not looks or flavor, smell-wise. So if an, an animal animal... Were, if an animal were to smell like this, what animal what, would it be? Yeah, what animal would it be? Um, uh, oh, I don't know, chicken. Chicken. <laughs> So, okay. so I'm, I'm guessing something Italian. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing something Italian too. It's probably some kind of vinaigrette or something. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah. All right. Let's keep moving on. Andrew, you smell yours. Okay. Okay. Give us an, an initial smell, just initial drop in. Okay. Uh, quite, quite sweet. Quite sweet. Quite sweet. Quite sweet. Quite sweet. Uh, rich, rich, rich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. If this was a cartoon character, who would it be? Oh Lord. Um. Uh. What? Uh. What is the? Uh, what's the teacher's name on Rick and Morty? <laughs> oh, uh, it's very obscure. Principal Vagina. No, the the teacher. Uh, he he's played by uh, Brandon Johnson, but I can't remember the the uh, character's name. Okay, so that would it would be that it would be that cartoon. What a strange cartoon character! What, what, what uh, a, if Andrew, if you were to hide this in a place where no one would ever find it, Harrison, because Rick and Morty's the last cartoon I watch. Mm. <laughs> if you were to hide this in a place where no one would ever find it. Where would it never be found? There you go. Uh, it it would never be found in the salad dressing aisle. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Mm. All right. All right. All right. I'll 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 smell mine. Initial jump in is bad. It's it not bad. It's like gross. Like you shouldn't use a lot of this is on anything. Is it expired or is it? Uh, eight three twenty twenty one. We're good on the expiration. Okay. It just smells bad. It smells it's not how bad though. Like, like, like a, like a, like a, like a horse might, like a horse stable. It smells like a horse stable. A little bit like a horse stable. Okay. Is is does it singe your nose at all? It's not. It's like it's weird. It does. And it's a burn. It's a if, burn, but it's like a it's like a sweet burn. If this Not were, sweet. if the sauce was a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movie, which Quentin Tarantino movie would it be? Oh, oh man, the worst one. <laughs> oh. Which one was that one? That Western one where they're all oh, outside. Hateful the Eight. Hateful Eight. Oh, the hateful yeah, gr shit Grindful, eight. Oh, house yeah, was at least charming. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. This is hateful shit, dude. Very this hateful is, eight. It's hateful. This is hateful eight for hateful. sure. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a question for him, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, uh, is is uh, is it Asian themed? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's this. I mean, it could also be Kill Bill, I guess. 
Is if, it, we're, <laughs> if we're going that, if we're going that route. What? Is it wasabi? It is not wasabi, but oh, you're on the right realm. It's gross. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's not good. It is. It is not good. And I keep smelling it. I stop don't know why. Weed and start sniffing this every day. Oh God! It's in so bad. many drags. Why, why do you keep it, doing that? What? It is bad. I just I'm trying to get the essence of it, and it's kind of angelic, but also from hell. Like a fucking like like if you're getting a blowjob, but from someone that has cotton mouth. It's really just <laughs> some personal experience there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um well, so or do we guess now? Uh, no, we don't guess now. Now oh, okay. I want we're moving we're, there's there's three steps to this. Okay, there's Come three on. steps to it. Okay. Smell was number one. ASMR. Come on. Okay. We're trying to feel it now. Give me a little feely. Feel let it. Let me know what the cons- let me know what the fucking consistency is. Let okay. me know what the let me is it filmy? Is it? Give me an initial dip. Let me know what you. Let me know what you're doing over there. It's thick. Uh, that would be. That would be my <laughs> Andrews idea. is thick. Yes. Thick. Thick sauce. Uh, your initial is thick. Would it be something you'd want on your penis? Uh, like. Yeah, I mean, if- on the right kind of night, sure. If you were to have sex with it, would it be okay to maybe be inside of you? Um, I would say may- maybe get it off before that stage, but sure. Okay. All right. It's cleanable. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I Chris, mean, what's the consistency of yours? It's uh, slick. Slick. Mm. Slick. Mm. I don't know. Is that... Like slimy slick, yeah. Like uh, not not slimy, but like it's slippery. So you've seen a lot of horror movies. You've seen a lot of movies. You've seen a lot of mm-hmm. special effects. What yeah. special effect would this be perfect for? Um, like slime in a mouth. Uh, juice coming out of your eye. Juice you coming out of your eye. In your eye, and the juice that comes out of your eye. Okay. Gross. All right. I'm really right. glad you didn't ask that to me. Casey. Uh, okay. uh, right. That would have given mine away. Oh fuck! But I'm not gonna answer it now. Chris, you but... gotta ask. You gotta ask Andrew one too. You gotta get. Oh, you yeah. gotta get Andrew, closer the on the feel. feel. The feel. Um. Uh. Would um. Would putting this in your hair make your hair feel better or worse? Well, it wouldn't make my hair feel anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about your beard then? Your hair, I, I imagine you'd be you'd be pretty annoyed. Okay. Yeah. So it's not not pleasant to feel there, on top of there's your hair. There's not there's not any rejuni- re, rejuvenative uh, properties to it now. Okay. All right. All right, now we're moving on. Oh, mine, mine. Yeah, mine was slick and sticky, slick and sticky. The the longer you had it in your fingers, the more it kind of pasted up. It was a lot like semen. If you ever played with semen for a while, it had that like like 
stick to it where you kind of like put your fingers together and click came up like gave, gave a little film to it and when you play with like it for a while it's like this seam is really getting kind of crunchy uh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, a sauce? Are you? This, this is supposed to be an ASMR podcast. <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> this is like the pimple popping ASMR videos. Yeah. Hey, I hate it. Okay. Right. What's the now third step? We are going to taste it. We're going to taste it. Okay. Now we're tasting our sauces, everybody. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Oh my God, I might vomit. I cannot. Not gonna do that again. Actually, one more little. Yeah, it's not good. It is not good. First time or second time? Not good. <laughs> Not good. Do you need to shake yours, Casey? No, you don't need to shake mine. If you no, 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 but but try shake it up and then taste it again. Okay, I don't think it's gonna help it, but we'll try. We'll give it one little. Okay. No, it's it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. Is is there like a sharp taste there? Yeah, it's sharp and spicy. It's spicy? It's spicy and like, it's spicy and like jam. It's not a good consistency. Okay. And it's and it's not wasabi. Not wasabi. Are we okay. guessing I don't now? know that much about Asian cuisine, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not good. It's just bad. It's like... It's would you rather eat that or um, tree bark? Tree bark. Tree bark? Is that bad? Yeah. Well, so it depends. I feel like if I had a bunch of chicken, a bunch of fucking things, a bunch of little fried thing here, a little fucking rice over here, it'd be all right to do a little inside of it, you know? Okay. A little dipperoni, a little dipperoni so inside just of it. It's really strong. It's strong, yeah. I feel like it's more more made for like a like a broader spectrum type of thing. You put a little bit in a thing, and you get a whole thing. Okay, out so of it. like you don't do a whole with it, or you'd put it on after. Uh, maybe after. Maybe it's a dipper, but I don't think it's a good dipper. Okay. No. Maybe it needs to be cooked. Maybe it needs to have a little like You're like cooking thing to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's not good. I should have eaten so much. Now, Chris. Yeah. Yours. What was the initial hit? What was your initial? Garlic. Just garlic. an explosion of garlic. An explosion of garlic. Yeah. Like in a good way or in a bad way? Like too much or just tough? It was, I mean, I just had a little tiny bit. I wouldn't, I would not want to eat a spoonful of this. Okay, you would not want to eat a spoonful of this. So a spoonful of garlic sauce does not help the medicine go down. Mm. Okay. A afterwards, a little, little sweet. A little sweet. All right. Is, 
Is it something that comes in generic brands or is it a, a specialty kind of it, thing? It comes in all sorts of brands. Okay. All right. All right, Andrew, with yours, if it were in a movie scene, what scene no, would it be in? Ask this now. You can't ask this now. Oh, yeah. I already gave you a hint. If yours, just write me no. <laughs> Chris just wrote me no. <laughs> but I, will, I will tell you this: there is a there is an iconic movie scene involving the sauce. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just texted Casey on accident when I was trying to text my wife. <laughs> I just got a text saying no. <laughs> no. No. Okay, okay, so yeah, no, I'm not allowed to ask this. No, well, wait, here's, here's... what movie scene does the flavor put you in? <laughs> no, 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 here's, here's what I'll tell you. There is an iconic movie scene that involves the sauce that I, that I brought. I already know this one. Casey, do you okay. know it? There's no, I actually one. don't know either of your guys' sauces. I'm pretty stumped. Really? Um, I mean, I might know yours. I'm definitely stumped on on Andrews. Uh, uh, so, and you guys might know mine. You guys want to do the guess? You want to do the breakdown? Let's guess. Is is yours? I, I only have a guess for Casey or for for uh, Chris. I'll I'll guess yours, Casey. I'll give it a shot. Is it sriracha? No, it's sweet chili jam sauce. What? Uh, well, I never would have gotten that. Yeah, that's is, sweet is that chili jam. Like, is that some Mexican Asian fusion shit? I don't. It's sweet chili jam. It's got an Asian picture right there. It looks pretty Asian. Ugh. It's really bad. Yeah, that looks bad. It wasn't good, yeah. but it looks like we used a lot of it. I don't know. Yeah, when did that happen? Fun. I don't know what we ate with that in it, but it wasn't good. Whatever, I probably didn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris, you know what I have? Yeah, chocolate sauce. Yeah, chocolate sauce. Psycho. Uh, it's chocolate. Yeah, it's chocolate. What gave it away? I said it was from an iconic movie scene. Yeah. Chocolate sauce is an iconic movie scene. What? Yeah. Psycho. It's a shower scene in Psycho. There's chocolate sauce in the shower scene in Psycho. Yeah, yes. so there's that. And then he takes a picture of chocolate sauce circling the drain. And it's in black and white. So it looks oh, like Oh, I thought you were just saying like, like I thought you guys were trying to fool me again with your whole fucking <laughs> thing. And like, no, he didn't have a knife. He had a fucking thing of chocolate sauce. <laughs> also, I, I feel like I'm the only one that picked picked one that you guys would actually like. Uh, that or that was actually fun to, fun to eat. Uh, what Chris, did you eat, Chris? Chris? I, so I did the salad vinegar. Italian dressing. Yeah, Italian dressing. Yeah, it's Italian dressing. Okay. Ah. Oh. I I didn't. Because uh, I just moved, I don't have any. You, you know, you collect those weird sauces over time, and I have pretty much an empty fridge right now because I just moved. So this you is the most interesting sauce. thing in the fridge. Well, that's cool. 
I think that was a successful one. Yeah, that, that, yeah let's talk about it. The, yeah, let's talk about it. So are we going to, is there an ASMR um, like genre on iTunes or whatever? Yeah, but we don't hit any of the criteria. No, but this is what I'm thinking is, is we do this, but we don't try and become the number one ASMR podcast. We try and become the dead last. The worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst rated ASMR podcast. I would love that. I feel like Gilbert Gottfried has the worst rated uh, ASMR podcast. We could have him on as a guest. That would be the worst yeah, rated could. episode. Fantastic. We could. We could pay for him. I bet you he's on on that one thing that we, we were going to do on Cameo? another podcast. Cameo. I bet you he's on Cameo. We, we can't keep Cameo. talking about Cameo, though, Casey. Cameo! I, I am sure Gilbert Gottfried's on Cameo. Well, I am. I'm going to check. Cameo gets a lot of cameos in our podcast because our very first podcast idea uh, was to just get cam- people to do cameos for us we just keep paying, paying the most expensive podcast idea in the world <laughs> this would cost more than this american life this would cost more than anything that npr does it's not really so 75 bucks for for uh for who was it it was uh montel jordan montel jordan okay this is how we do it and he yeah. sings that <laughs> Yeah, every single too. one. Every single every time single he sings, one. you just just wait for the episodes to come out, Andrew. You don't yeah, need us okay. to recap. You'll have to listen. You'll have to Gilbert, listen. We're not Gilbert recap. Gottfried is on Cameo for a hundred dollars. Sorry, no, hundred dollars. Hundred and fifty dollars. Hundred and fifty. We ask him to <laughs> eat a carrot. <laughs> you can. There's an option. I never saw this before, but there's. Um, Four interest-free payments of $38. Oh, you can oh, do a fucking, like, a you fucking can, payment plan. Yeah. You can do a payment plan for cameos. Cameo payment plans. This is how this is how we achieve the podcast and also ruin our lives. <laughs> so I've been re-watching Community, and there's, there's that episode where um, Abed keeps buying... Um, uh, uh, celebrity impersonators. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. Imagine if Cameo were around <laughs> in that show. Yeah, he would <laughs> be destitute. Um, Man, I'm this, ready. Gil- Gilbert Godfrey says responds in one hour. We ah. could, we could, next time we do a podcast, start with us buying the podcast and then end with playing the podcast, the Cameo that we bought. Oh my God, please. Okay, we could do a, a Gilbert Gottfried podcast next time uh-huh. where we just review his movies. And then okay. we end it with his cameo. Thanks, guys! <laughs> yeah, I like that. But what if he doesn't what if he doesn't get back to us right away and we are just we have to keep going until we just get a it in it. there. Use use the magic of fucking because it'll give you an alert, right? When the cameo gets there, then you just hey, I got the cameo. I haven't listened to it yet. Get back on the mic. All right. Yeah. You don't gotta let the yeah. listeners know. 
I like the idea of doing inherently dishonest. (laughs) I like the idea of doing a ten-hour podcast if it takes ten hours. Like, like we have to be ready. Like we have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait. That's why unwisely you start at midnight, like when he is definitely in bed because he is a seventy-five-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) We we start as movies though. Like we start as movies. So like. We start his whole discography. We can watch the whole thing together, just talking about it. People can watch along with us. At, at what this, point this do, you, do you watch the Aristocrats uh, documentary? Oh my God, that has to be in there because he's totally in it and he's one of the best parts. Right, he's the right. reason that got made. Yeah. yeah, no, he's yeah, he absolutely is the reason it got made. Yeah, uh, he made that 9-11 joke at the Friars Club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, fuck you guys, here's the worst joke of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's. I saw him live once and he was amazing. I, yeah. I honestly have never seen a better comedian live in my entire... I was laughing harder than anybody in the audience. I was really? awkwardly laughing. Yeah, I was <laughs> I like... I, I was like the like weird Bill guy is, is funny to comedians in the wrong way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was laughing so hard. Like I was crying and people were looking at me weird. It yeah. was it was fun. I like you know, Gilbert Godfrey. You know how a lot. like Colin Quinn and Andy Kindler are are funny because they're bad at comedy on purpose sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Gilbert Godfrey is funny in the same way, but it's not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so too. Uh, oh man, he, his first joke I think lasted thirty-five minutes. Oh wow! And it was literally him coming up to the stage, going, "Going, oh, you guys are great! You guys are fantastic! Look at you! You're beautiful! You're fucking amazing! I want to put my penis in you! You guys are amazing! You're like..." pizza i want to eat you you guys look fantastic and he just like he kept building off of it and like it ended up with him like like i want to take your children to the pool and give them money and that and like like it's it was like it, it was 35 minutes of him just like doing the, it was long of gilbert godfrey just like not moving standing there saying like it was crazy it was like like in the audience he lost the audience probably like 10 minutes in and and he just kept going like you guys are great (laughs) nuts that's the most casey shit i've ever heard i was laughing so hard i've never seen anything like it in my life it was it was amazing and then then finally like when people like like started standing up and like clapping like you should probably stop (laughs) he, he uh uh he finally moved on to the second joke it was crazy like like it was nothing like he was just like yep now on to the show <laughs> so did i just win this where it was like it's funny and then it's not funny and then it's funny again and then it's yeah not, and then then it's really funny and it's really funny <laughs> i love writing that roller cycle roller cycle roller cycle <laughs> <laughs> oh right in that roller cycle man andrew how do you think we could improve that. on the asmr podcast yeah so chris thinks that we could make it the worst asmr podcast i like that goal i think that's a great goal 
Actually, the worst ASMR podcast is a great name for a podcast. Mm, yeah. WFIO, the worst ASMR podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. That is such a good idea. Andrew, any do, you know, have, any do, you have, do you have any ideas for a podcast? Ooh. Um, like some wild ideas that you had. Yeah. You know, well, so for for a minute there, uh, for about a season and a half, uh, Ryan and I, Ryan Pacheco and I were watching every episode of The Simpsons. And uh, uh, it turns out that I got depressed and Ryan is unreliable. So <clears throat> it never got finished. Okay. Uh, which, which is to say we didn't, we didn't continue for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I uh uh I I really enjoyed doing it and and tell uh we we weren't doing it anymore. Um and uh I think it would be fun to like there there are a lot of bad movie podcasts out there, but I think it would be fun to watch a uh like ambush somebody like just say hey come over we're gonna hang out and then oh. say surprise this is a podcast and make <laughs> a terrible movie yeah, uh, yeah I and, like that. and as long as they didn't leave i think there'd be some gold there uh but but like i think a key element of that podcast would be not telling them that that's what you're gonna do Mm. The, the the surprise bad movie podcast surprise bad movie podcast so yeah. if that hey. podcast ever hits anytime someone comes over to hang out they're gonna be like fuck i'm yeah. gonna see a yeah. bad well, movie well, well, people are gonna stop out hanging out with you quick, right yeah. you know gonna, people, people are gonna hate you over for barbecues like oh man I'm, i need to go over he invited me over to his house he said that there's beer there and pizza and i really want beer and pizza but i don't want to watch the wicker man <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, I haven't seen Master of Disguise since I was uh, since I was 11 and I plan on keeping it that way yeah. turtle turtle I bet you it's good I, I bet you it holds up there is some gold in that trash fire there is some gold in that trash fire yeah no it, it, Casey to respond to you it doesn't hold up <laughs> uh, but there's like there's like a few parts that are cool dana carvey is a genius oh he's amazing right. and and if there was if there was a better script for him to just show off all of his impressions uh it would have been a fantastic movie but it's not a fantastic movie. <laughs> well, they, they tried to find a plot reason for shoehorning all of that in there, right? Yeah. Like there yeah. had to be a reason for some reason. Like they could have just made like a vignette movie with Dana Carvey and we all would have been okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, they didn't have to try to make a kid's movie. Yeah. They could have just made, hey, the Dana Carvey show got canceled. Let's make a movie instead. And that audience will be large enough to make this movie profitable. They could have just made a Dana Carvey show movie, and you could have had there and fucking uh, uh, Steve Carell in there. You could have had Louis before canceled. uh, Louis, you know, help write it. It would have been fantastic. But 
Do you know Stephanopoulos? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, of community. Yeah. That show is incredible. Yeah. I remember my dad liked it when, yeah. when I was, you know. When it was I, like first playing? What's that? When it was like first airing? Yeah, yeah. So I think he, he he's the one, huh? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him because my dad was a youth pastor back in the day. And I remember him um, explaining the, uh, I, I just like laying in bed and he had some like youth kids over and, and they were having a pizza night or whatever. And uh, they, uh, he's he's just explaining the um, the bad like the dumb prankster bit. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which is a, which is a classic bit. Like that's so funny. Yeah. Um, I like the grandma clown. That's my yeah. favorite bit of all time. Any comedy sketch or, or anything, the grandma clown is better than anything ever. Oh, Casey died. Uh, Casey, you disappeared? Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay. I didn't see something. Um, so I have an idea. So next next podcast, um, I'm gonna have to pick you up beforehand, Chris, and we're gonna have to go to the Asian food market. <laughs> no, this sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This sounds this terrible. I don't want to I'm excited. This is how we should end every podcast is with <laughs> It's with, what are we going to do next week, Pinky? The same thing we do every week, you know? Like a little teaser. We're going to fucking take over the world at the Asian food market. Oh, man. Okay. But I don't want to, but okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick you up beforehand. We're going to go to the Asian food market, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's like Keenan and Kel. They almost ended their episodes this way, too. I don't remember episodes yeah. like this. You don't I'll, remember Kenan and Kel? Every episode ended with 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 Kel like 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 being like, "Oh, we're gonna get in another crazy day. <laughs> we got this chicken and we got this box of pizza." But, the, but I don't I don't ever remember Kenan and Kel ending with the real threat of diarrhea. <laughs> I remember uh, the last episode ending with them looking 45 years old <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah like, we uh had, like fucking cornrows and shit down to his ass it was like i think i remember yeah, that was, yeah yeah it because i stopped yeah, watching the show but it was still happening for years and years and years and then i'm like the last episode i guess i better watch this and they're graduating from high school looking 35 <laughs> oh yeah i mean shit keenan's still doing he's about to come out with his own show i'm, I'm happy for keenan yeah i think it's i think it's airing like every thursday or something now so oh, i'm so happy so yeah. happy for him yeah he's still on snl too yeah i know he need he needed this he need he i feel like he just plays himself all the time and i'm just happy that i was able to to grow up with him yeah <laughs> you know i just play myself when i'm whenever i'm on, on an improv thing that's all i ever do is like how would casey react to this <laughs> 
Yeah, I wonder what happened to him on the set of all that. That was like, this is the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> How great was that, that he formed his whole life around it? <laughs> I know. He loved all that that much. And and it sucks that he brought no one on his coattails. Like Amanda Bynes isn't mm-hmm. there. Fucking no, Cal. He, not even not Cal. Like he didn't even bring apparently. Cal. Like he's got a posse that like he takes care of. I don't know if it's anybody from that show, but like he's he's got like a he's got like an entourage. Okay. That like <laughs> hangs out on the set of SNL, like in his Oh yeah. Room. I wonder if Kel's part of that. That I hope so. <laughs> he's just I, there with the orange soda. <laughs> I want to be that rich and successful where I just pay people to be my friend. <laughs> Oh man, that's got to come with some seriously fucked up neuroses. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. one episode of Keenan and Cal. I remember watching, and I think this is where I stopped. I was like twelve, and I still liked Keenan and Cal, but it was like, okay, this is getting kind of sad. And uh, there was a robbery that they got caught in the middle of at a convenience store. And okay. Uh, and the robbers did not have guns because this was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon yeah. And it's like, just leave. Bear in mind, I had been held at like I had been held at knife point several times at, by that point, you know, as as like a kid. And I'm like, just get the fuck out of there. Wait, <laughs> just is, so that's what you did when you were held at knife point? You just left? One time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. so, just got a jet? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, for the listeners who don't know my shit, listen to my podcast, I've talked about it. But I, you know, I grew up in South America. And as a white kid growing up in South America, I got robbed a lot. Um, and most of the time you just, there's a knife to your throat. You give them the money, they let you go. No big deal. You get more money. It's plus I was a kid. I didn't have a lot. So who gave a shit? Um, but when your parents really should have stopped giving you money. But when I was uh, a senior, because I was just in a lot of places I shouldn't have been. You know, I was like 17, 18 years old. I was a lot of places I shouldn't have been. I was doing a lot of stuff I shouldn't have been doing. I got robbed like four times or five times in a month. I don't even remember how many times. It was a lot. But the first time it happened, I was with uh, a group of friends. There were five of us. And a guy walked up to us and he had his hands in his pocket and he said, I have a gun in my pocket with one bullet. One of you's going to die if you don't give us all your money. He could have lied. He skin said two bullets. I feel like he was <laughs> lying anyways <laughs> about the gun. He had yeah. a gun in his pocket. We never saw it. We, we looked at the guy, then we looked at each other uh, I had uh, one of my friends free climbs mountains. Another guy was six six, and another one of these guys was as wide as a house. And I'm me. I'm not impressive, but you're, kill- you know, you're like, getting killed. 
yeah, I'm getting killed, but these guys are going to fuck this guy's world up. And so, you know, we look at him, we look at each other and we just walked away and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. And then I yeah. get robbed several more times that month he by should've... myself. And I'm just like, here's the money, go away. He just... he uh, do you think after he took out his notebook and he's like, one bullet didn't work? Yeah. <laughs> Let's next say time five bullets next time. Weird <laughs> flex because it's like he didn't show us the gun, you know. So I don't know if he had one or not. But if he didn't have one, why did he tell us he had one bullet? <laughs> he, he opens up his he opens up his book of notes and and in there he, he puts about three pages in and the first two pages he <laughs> have have written on it saying like like sword doesn't work <laughs> fishing pole no Highlander, he has it behind a trench coat <laughs> gun with zero bullets doesn't work nope he's One just bullet? doing a study to find what is the scariest number of bullets they were scared for a second with one bullet <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, thank you, Andrew. I don't know what the podcast is going to be like, but <laughs> we'll figure so, it out. We'll figure it out. We'll Wait, figure no, it no, out. No. What no, do we we'll do? We'll figure it out. One, two, three. We'll, we'll figure, figure it, out. it out. God, that was not good. <laughs> All right, it's over. WFIO, we'll figure it out. Thanks, Tom. Hey there. Casey and Chris wanted to let you know they haven't figured it out yet, but that doesn't mean they won't. So tune in next time. We'll figure it out.